podcast is at the Mississippi. We are here for episode 70. Episode 70. Oh, shit. Episode 70. You need to move to Florida. <laughs> to a nice retirement village. Hey, yeah, one of those retirement villages where they just bang all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, but we are here for a food spills episode of Three Fans in a Pop. Yeah. We have a lovely, lovely guest with us tonight who's also the chef. Dev Dastardly is here. Once again. And he made us some chopped cheese. How do you want to describe this? Chopped cheese sandwiches. Fries. You had a whole. Throw some french fries in that bitch. (laughs) Was there some mayo and some ketchup in there? Yeah, you gotta have a little bit of mayo ketchup. And we have brownies and ice cream for dessert, which are currently baking in the oven. So if you hear us making some. Odd noises. <laughs> Mouths full. We're, we're shoving our faces full. Uh, but as always, we are going to run through very briefly, actually, this week. We're on SmackDown. We're going to try something a little bit new this week. Mr. Dev Dastley is going to interview us, if you will. Larry King said. Channel my inner Larry King. Mm, why, do, why do you automatically. Maybe your suspenders. From a raw that is. Oh my god. I mean, that's not what you're looking for. Right. Like, come on, <laughs> you know everything else about me. But before we get into <laughs> all of that, ladies and gentlemen, my first question, always and forever, the most important question, <laughs> what are we drinking this evening? Well, <laughs> and when you popped up your chicken. Uh, well, as like you're listening to vampire ever. and going to, yeah, my denim, I'm a denim jacket. <laughs> What the drag of your water bill? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I broke him. <laughs> the sound he made when he started. <laughs> okay. Um, but I am drinking a Coors Light because Katie's not. <laughs> so I have to pave the way. Somebody has to be paving no the way. <laughs> no time off. <laughs> Gotta work this year round. It's me, Izzy E, the sleaziest of G's. At one point, I was your reigning, defending, three in a pod favorite champion. I know. But I had a good run from WrestleMania all the way to Evolution. But, uh, yeah, I'm drinking a very pink, girly-looking-ass can of Seagram's Escape Spiked. It's Jamaican me happy. <laughs> He's not saying that's funny. That is literally no. It, I mean, it's not making me happy. It's uh, but it is. So figure that out. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And it's me, the Cardi Kitty, the Killer Code, coolest cat sitting at the goddamn table, oh, just a uh, maiden of murder. Just <laughs> is that what you're trying to go for right now? I'll do whatever I want. I'm gonna take some of this meat out, and then I think I can finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Of the sandwich. The sandwich. <laughs> no, there's just a raging orgy going on. <laughs> so much meat. I think a little bit of meat out. I think I can finish it. There's just meat stuffed everywhere. It's terrible. But instead of Coors Light this week, I'm drinking a Natty Light because I don't move up or down. I just stay. Because we, we only drink things that are light and bright. Light and bright. Light and bright. And we'd be remiss to not ask our it's guests. It's cheesy. What are you Ooh. drinking? Dev Dastardly's drinking a Rolling Rock. Yay! He is rocking and rolling and rolling rocking. Oh god. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> and the queen is hating herself for eating too much of meat. Don't forget the end goal was to make yourself feel bad. <laughs> I did say that. I'm just going to take something like the meat out and just eat but uh anyways before we quickly hit the high points around smackdown give you the results gotta toss it on over easy oh got it (laughs) (laughs) i like that um yeah so it's time for your shamrock shake your shamrock shout out also known as your shamrock um in case you don't know, you're asking to call somebody. No, we uh, pay homage to Ken Shamrock every week because we realized one day that he was following our pod account on Twitter. We were like, what the fuck? We were not following him first, so that was really interesting. And uh, yeah, probably 
Also, because he's fucking awesome and he's the world's most dangerous man, so why would you not pay homage to him every week? Exactly. So each week is a little something from Ken Shamrock History or a recent tweet about what he's doing now, present day, and um, this week, actually earlier today, um, on Twitter, uh, at Shamrock Ken, um, he was tweeting about, um, I think we've talked about this before, the book by Jonathan Snowden that they're trying to fund uh, to get published that's written from Ken's point of view and also the points of view uh, for people who were with him mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and he says in his tweet, uh, pre-order now, this book's not just from my point of view, but also from the views of those who were with me back in the day. They had freedom to tell all. If you're a fan, this is a must-have. And there's a link to an Indiegogo um, mm. Yeah, a crowdfunding page. So Indiegogo.com, um, and it's yeah just to fund the uh, publishing of the book. So the goal is ten thousand dollars. Right now they're at forty percent. They've they're just under forty one hundred dollars. Oh. So uh, yeah, if you're interested in reading that book, you better go fucking fund it, or it's not gonna happen. So that's on Indiegogo.com. Got, got com, dot com. Uh, and the book is called Shamrock, The World's Most Dangerous Man. Mm. Appropriate so, title. Yes. <laughs> so I shall go support that uh, this weekend. At Shamrock. <laughs> How appropriate. Mm. Alright, so that's it for the Shamrock show. Right. Love you, Kim Shamrock. Thanks for following. <laughs> Okay. All right, so we're going to run through Raw and SmackDown very, very quickly. Uh, so Raw actually opens up with Baron Corbin coming out and yakking his yapper. Mm. Uh, I kind of talks about Crown Jewel and Survivor Series coming up. And uh, he makes an announcement that he faced Kurt Angle in the main event to see who would be captain of Raw Survivor Series team. And then he introduced that uh, Brown and the Dolphin Ziggles is already on the team. Also, he goes on to announce that Alexa Bliss will captain the women's team, but yeah. not wrestle because she's still injured. And then Strowman chases after Corbin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that leads into a match. We get the Ryan Swan versus Sasha Banks Bailey and Natalia, which ends in no contest because Ruby Riot breaks a pair of glasses that are. Sub- I highly doubt they actually belong to her dad who recently passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But Kate it was yeah. a pair of glasses that her dad gave her. And then she started crying. It was real sad. It was really sad. It, it was very... Mm. Was I was like, oh. Yeah. Intense. But yeah, no it's contest right. on that. But yeah. uh, Apollo Crews ends up defeating Ginger Mayhill. Ginger Mayhill. That's all you gotta say about that. Uh, then we get a handicap match for the Raw Tag Team Champions. Which was interesting. Because we have new champions. Yep. So authors of Pain, AOP, end up beating Seth Rollins because... Dean Ambrose isn't there for obvious reasons. Mm. Then after the match, Ambrose... Ambrose? Ambrose. Ambrose! Bro. Ambrose. Ambrose. one. No, Ambrose. Ambrose. Not the Ambrose. He's a singular Ambrose. Several Ambroses appeared. Ambrosa. Who was the appearance of Ambrose? Showing up and attacking Seth Rollins with the dirty deeds and was kind of like, you want to know why I did what I did? And does not tell him why he did what he did. Yeah. And then cut it off. Titter-tatter, titter-tatter. That's um, the sound he makes. <laughs> a wild Ambrose is about. Titter-tatter, titter-tatter. Oh, we get Elias feeding Dolph Ziggles. Uh, started with, of course, Elias getting in <laughs> That's what happens to Elias. <laughs> Every day of his life. Every day. Um, we get a promo from Ronda Rousey uh, talking about Becky Lynch, saying that Becky may be the man, but she is the baddest bitch on the planet. Yep. I'm in. I'm ready. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I can't stop breaking down. Then we get Nia Jax defeating Ember Moon. Ooh. Because why, why wouldn't she? Uh, but yeah, and then afterwards, so I guess Tamina. Nia and Tamina are teaming up. up. Yeah, she, she came in the ring and kind of tits and they started beating up on Ember and then backstage they're like, Family. Yeah. Smoke and Pagalic stick together. Yep. That's pretty much what you got from that. Uh, but then we have uh, Baron Corbin 
driving away from the arena. And he's yeah. wailed. And he's like, I'm not doing this. Drew McIntyre, replace me. Go, go now. I'm leaving. I have an appointment far away from here. So he leaves. Indeed. And then we have uh, Bobby Lashley. Finn Balor. And Bobby Lashley. Yep. And then to main event of the night, we get Drew McIntyre versus Kurt Angle. In which uh, he gets an ankle lock on. Yeah, which is just embarrassing. Come on, man, you took your own. Disappointed. The thumb thumb. Um, but no. Brown ends up coming out and making the save. Is he babyface? Is he not? Does he march to the beat of his own drum? Doesn't matter. He's what beloved he either way. way. He's a monster without a cause. <laughs> and he's been showing up late and leaving early. Wrong. Yeah, I heard he actually has the real backstage so, heat. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it could be like... I've also heard he's working with two blown-out knees, so I don't oh. know what, what's true and what's not. Conflicting reports. His songs, okay. man. But, uh, yeah, apparently yeah. now they're saying that he's got real heat with Vince and stuff like that, and that's why, like, he lost Brock and... Mm. Such a Damn. one-sided... Uh, mm. they can't switch shut down, that's a bad idea. No. Wasteful, waste of time. But yeah, that was pretty much the. That was all for Raw. That was and just it summed it up. Flip it over to SmackDown. SmackDown, fuck it up. That's what we do here. Yeah, what do we do? Uh, so, uh. Starting off, we get Shane McMahon coming out. Any of this, right? And he's like, yeah, the World Cup belongs to SmackDown. And he's like, no, I'm not actually the best person in the world. <laughs> Which I'm glad, I oh. guess he... Well, and, but who who was, like, ever thinking that? Like, why yeah, do like, have to clarify? Ever, no one now ever. Now he's the best in the world. He's the best in the world. Um, but he announces that um, AOP versus The Bar will happen at Survivor Series. And that uh, Daniel Bryan and The Miz would be co-captains of the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Ooh. And then, of course, The Miz and Daniel Bryan immediately add Shane McMahon, you know, the best wrestler in the world. Mm. Well, he is the best wrestler in the world, Katie. I mean, can't, how can you not add him to your team? So yeah, that's what happened. Shane uh, McMahon gets added. Then we have The Usos defeating The New Day. And this was also to see who would be the captain of the SmackDown Tag Team Survivor Series team. And then after the match, of course, the Usos add the new day. Because they're like bros now. Like they had their feud, and then afterwards they're like, respect bro. I'm like, yeah, this guy's put on the Yes. Then we actually have something pretty interesting. Uh, yes! Becky Lynch comes out. And and she sets a program. Which I. Oh, Rhonda, and I was like, oh, oh, Becky. Don't stop. I know, I was like, oh. <laughs> It was fantastic. No, I'm digging this whole thing, and Becky's really coming to her own with this whole thing, oh, yeah. and it's fantastic. Like, I, at first I was kind of skeptical, but this is great. I'm, oh, I love it. I'm pretty, so much pretty pumped. But also, um, she yeah, well, she gets all pumped. She's like, I want to fight. I want to fight right now. Anybody, come on up. And then we also have the debut of Nikki Cross. Yeah, Sanity actually Yay. comes out. For, yeah. And then they're like, who could it be? And I'm like, who else could be in person? I was like, she's going to fight all of them. That's what it is. She's going to fight them <laughs> you all. You were like, she fights all three men. <laughs> she's the man. Yeah, right. Oh, I love that, too. That's great. Um, But yeah, so Nikki Cross makes her debut. So I guess Sanity has finally arrived in full... In full form. Full form, yeah. Um, which, uh, just real quick, I love the battle of accents. Oh. <laughs> Becky. Becky, I'll play with you. I'll play with you, Becky. <laughs> I love it. It's so adorable. Even close to a Scottish accent. It's just creepy. Becky. 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 I can't. I can't. I spit me down. Um, but they have a pretty decent little bout, uh, but, you know, Becky um, and then afterwards, we get an incredible goddamn match between Rey Mysterio and, uh... Oh my god, this Ooh. was so good. Like, it was like they would do a move, and then one guy would try to counter, and then the other guy would counter his counter. Yeah, it was, it was just like... And you're like, I don't know what's going on, and it's amazing. It was fantastic. Um, but Rey ends up getting the win. Uh, yes. If you did not watch this match, you don't even really need to watch all the SmackDown. Was, that match, it. yeah, that was um, pretty... But then afterwards, uh, Randy Orton hits Mysterio with an RKO, which 
I'm assuming it's because of what happened at Crown Jewel. Payback for Kingdom Sword. Yeah. Kingdom Sword. And then Mysterio was added to the SmackDown Survivor Series. Somebody was thirsty. And then Leah Page announcing the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. Which I've got questions. Mm. Yeah, so it's <laughs> the she announced Carmella, awesome. Naomi, Sonya Deville, question mark, why, Oscar, and then Charlotte Flair, but when Charlotte's music hits, she Charlotte doesn't, doesn't come, come out. out and they're and they're all kinda just like, uh and then like maybe true typical wrestling fashion. They're like, Oh no. And then Mandy Rose and then, and then Mandy Rose comes out and then she starts kinda talking shit about everybody and then she was just like but I just don't really understand why you had Sonia, but not me. And that was a whole kind of, you know, awkward tension building, obviously. I just, why would you have either one of them? I definitely, if I could choose, maybe I would pick Sonia, but I, I still don't. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not blonde, you're ordered, but on the blonde, you're going to get those. Honestly, she did really well. And everybody's like, okay. I think that whole little promo she pulled was pretty good. A little back and forth. Um, so next, we have Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy. Um, and Samoa Joe ends up winning. Yep, which does not fucking surprise me. I don't know why. Jeff and I'd be like, what? What are we doing? What are we doing here, guys? Um, but after the match, there were some shenanigans that involved Ms. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Um, mm-hmm. Where Daniel Bryan puts Joe in the yes lock, and then the Miz comes in. Yeah. And then he fucks up the Miz. And then Shane comes out and is like, whoa! And then he, like, judo throws He's Shane. like, what are you doing? And Shane's just sitting there with his ass, like, moving down. like, <laughs> Kind of pulls, like, a bit certain quads. like, <laughs> Hitting the ground. <laughs> Pick me up and take me out of here. This is going Alrighty. I wish these questions were a little bit more fun. It's more of just like a sociological study. Yeah. That's fine. So it they're can, just like. It can be fun. It's still fun. We can make anything fun. Do you want that? <laughs> <laughs> the way you're staring at me now. Have, a, you want have the mind of gold dust. <laughs> Nobody wants to get it. Put your shits up. I got leaves now. Do you want to get into the range? Oh my god. Stabby book? Oh, good. Hit you with the belt. Hit you with the belt. And then DDT on the other belt. No. And then steal the other one. You're only going to steal the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a greedy thief. <laughs> yeah, I just need the one. <laughs> just, just the one. All right, everybody. We're going to be doing a different special portion of the podcast today in which I will interview these ladies. And with my first question, what would you say are the social stigmas of being a wrestling fan? Mm, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting question, though. Um, no. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of pauses. Talk very softly, like we're on NPR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, I think what Dan is <laughs> looking for here is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dan is just not actually answering it. Yeah, just coming up with just, beginnings. Just, yeah, I'm just mocking the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I don't know, it's just definitely uh, looking at you like you're less intelligent. Like other people, oh, like automatic, yeah, trash. uneducated, yeah, mm-hmm. trash, uh, trash. You know, definitely of a like, lower uh, economic so level, so yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, like they always like people. Species. They always get to the question of asking me, you know, it's not real, right? Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, what? Like I, sometimes stupid. I just want to look at them and be like, what? And like start crying. Although there's that Kardashian shit you're watching every day. Exactly, that's not real. Yeah, well, it's like at this all uh, stage. It's all this evening when I was leaving rehearsal. This woman, Carolyn, um, she's got a couple of young, well, adult kids. But they're in their early twenties, so they're younger than me. But um, I mentioned I was driving to Baltimore City, and she asked me what for, and I told her, uh, I told her, uh, you know, I was coming here for a wrestling podcast, and so I, you know, I'm imme- immediately bracing myself for her to go. Oh, uh, you know, gross. You know, not gross. But like, oh, you watch wrestling. But um, she said, oh, you're a wrestling fan? And I said, yeah. And she said, 
Would you be interested in some uh, like late nineties, early two thousands wrestling figures? She was like, my son had them when he was a kid, and you know they were still at the house, and I was going through his things, and you know of course he's moved out now, and he said I could just do whatever I wanted. She was like, I was thinking that maybe you liked wrestling. She was like, so I'll bring them to you, and I'm like, oh okay, cool. I mean just like zero judgment at all, just like oh cool, I have something for you then. So it was like a nice, because I literally loved the last nine times somebody's asked me, you're a wrestling fan? It was followed, like what Brittany said. Yeah. Uh, you well, know it's me. Really, yeah. That's really what I just Or just like, a general why. Like this. That's what you really want to be like. You do realize that the TV shows you watch aren't real, right? Because that's all this is, is a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One time I'm just going to be like, really? <gasps> you need yeah. to explain this to me. What do you mean? I mean, I watch I watch Raw and SmackDown like I watch Total Divas. It's all just t- it's TV. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. That's what it's called, sports entertainment. Like we call it wrestling because it sounds stupid to say I'm into sports entertainment. So you just like say I'm into wrestling. Sports porn for some reason. It's still <laughs> yeah. an athletic spectacle. Like you've got to be an athlete. Oh shit! To be yeah. Able to do these things. None of us can walk into a wrestling ring and be like, I got this. <laughs> Neither can other athletes, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, yeah, definitely all of that. Like if I was watching The Bold and the Beautiful and everybody was fucking fit as shit and walking around more scantily clad and slinging each other around. I mean, it's a, it's a story. It's a, it's a drama. Dramedy. Because there's some humor in it. But instead of, like, having the characters do... Or if they do actions, but go and do things. Right. Instead, you're wrestling. Right. The... Yeah. Yeah, where you have, like, a dramatic storyline between two characters and a soap opera, and they're, like, having a serious discussion, or they're having a fight, or, you know, an argument. Um, no, it's just in the ring. Yeah. Well, and you still get some of the, you know, the backstage stuff and the promos and all that stuff. But it, it's, it's better than regular TV. Because you don't you get you get the storylines and you get the acting, but then you also get the physical this amazing athletic spectacle. And right. On top of that, I also get the whole. I've never heard anyone say it, but I feel like they think it's for kids now, in which the WWE has been very very PG and a lot of people. Right. And they probably see wrestling like in their everyday lives. They see like the commercials for the toys and all that other mm-hmm. shit, which makes it seem like it caters more for children. Which I mean, they do to an extent, but it's not. Which really I, for kids, right? Well, I think anything that can market itself in some fashion towards kids is gonna do it because that's more money more profit that they can make selling merchandise. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I think that just goes with the whole social stigma things. They're like, oh, it's for kids. Oh, are you dumb? Can you not understand Game of Thrones? And you're like, I'm going to punch you in the goddamn face. Yeah. I also like Game of Thrones, bitch. Oh. <laughs> I also like Game of Thrones. I can like both. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like cartoons, too. Do you ever watch BoJack Horseman or Big Do you Mouth? Do watch old Disney movies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think most of the time with the whole it's not real thing, it's like they don't believe in the suspension of belief. Because mm-hmm. now everyone knows wrestling is fake. We're back in the 80s and stuff like that. Like, people really thought that shit was real, and the whole scandal happened instead of being like, well, it's predetermined. But. Yeah. And I almost like the death of, you know, death of kayfabe and the transparency that you have now with the characters and the people who portray them. And, like, well, like this whole thing recently, Roman Reigns, you know, everybody loved to hate his character because, not because he was a bad guy, but, you know, where he has portrayed this character that nobody... Everybody wanted to boo because they, we felt like he was getting the push that he shouldn't be getting, that should be going to somebody else, and they kept trying to force him down our throats. But in reality, there's this guy, and you know it's a guy playing another guy, <laughs> and, you know, playing a character, and then, you know, when you realize that, I mean, you strip it down, and you say, okay, this guy's got some real shit going on in there. I just like how they don't keep it separated anymore. Yeah. I like how it's very self-aware. 
Like they know. They know. They, 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 yeah, they, they know what they are. Yeah. It's probably for the best. Good points. Good points. It's a little bit deeper. <clears throat> Get deep on me. Do you think wrestling <laughs> tends to misrepresent certain communities? <laughs> and is there ever any backlash? You watch wrestling? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it used to, honestly, it used to be a lot worse. Oh no, yeah, I would say that definitely not. It's still not great. I mean, even everything, it, even stuff from like characters who were very stereotypical characters of the, you know, stereotypical of their race or whatever, to even the whole deep, the whole women's division. Yeah. Before you know this big. Yeah, or the wrong revolution. Yeah. yeah, when it was the divas division, and it was very, you know, the belt was a fucking butterfly, and it was. Yeah, I think they. Who can forget the era of the Braun Panty match? Uh, oh yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I think it's also just a little bit of a reflection of how much the world has changed. A lot of times when you had those stereotypical characters in the you know sixties, seventies, people didn't really think much of it. Yeah. They didn't think much of it at all because. I don't want to say people maybe didn't care, but it just was... People weren't as sensitive back then. Yeah. Because like, we didn't have social media platforms where we could whine and complain about things. Yeah. Being, you know, like, you turn the channel and you went home with your goddamn life. Whether you're legitimately, legitimately offended, whether you feel like you should be offended, or where you feel like you should be offended on behalf of somebody else. Yeah. Which is... That fucking drives me up the wall. But that's a whole other... <laughs> That's a whole, whole other thing. Point. Yeah. You always have that wrestling trope, which has been in wrestling for forever. I feel like we're the foreign person's the bad guy. Oh, and yeah. no matter what they are, it's getting very stereotypical and oh, very. Yeah. That's who you're gonna be. Down with America. The fucking Iron Sheik. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, even it's not as bad, but even Jinder Paul to some degree. Uh, mm-hmm. like, the yeah. Russian guy. Is it cool? Yeah. Yeah. Really like Soviet Russia. That 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 that. Oh yeah. Um, like any of those guys. And also, like, I can remember things just like in skits, like DX doing blackface. Crime time. Mm. That was a thing. Yeah, like. <laughs> oh, man. And I do think oh, there is God. absolutely backlash, but I would say probably not so much in that day. But I mean, I mean yeah. the whole women's division, like you were saying earlier, the whole. James Ellsworth won the first ever woman's money in the bank. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's just those little slaps in the faces. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just... But, yeah. Well, even, like, the remarks that Ginger Mahal made about Nakamura when they oh, were yeah. having their whole thing. I mean, that, that was, was pretty bad. bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and Pikachu that... Or something like that. And it would generally... Oh. I mean, people... I mean, they had so to kind of backtrack their shit a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it still wasn't great the second time around, but it wasn't quite that... So I think it's yeah. this weird mix of where it's wrestling, so it's always going to be there, but they're mm-hmm. taking strides to make it a little less. Well, and I think I- at the end of the day, if you understand and you accept, wrestling is meant to be hyperbolic. It's supposed to be an exaggeration of things that might may or may not be based off of your life. Right. And I feel like if you understand and choose to accept that, you can enjoy wrestling no matter what. Yeah. I think, and I think a lot of wrestling fans are, they're open enough to whatever that they're not going to be so sensitive about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely think that nowadays they're trying to make it seem more diverse. Mm-hmm. That's why they're trying to have all these superstars for, again, like Jinder. He's not actually from India, he's from Canada, but he's ethnicity, so they want to show that. Mm-hmm. Try to be a little bit more diverse, not so controversial about it. <laughs> but sometimes silly, like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have him call an Asian man Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. He's still, well, being portrayed as Asian, he's just West Asian. <laughs> just from the other side of the continent. Like, uh, yeah. I just, Asian man called another Asian man Pikachu. <laughs> Basically. The headlines. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no. You also got to remember there were guys like Muhammad Hassan. Mm-hmm. An Italian-American man playing... That's a whole other thing is that they get from someone that's East, not just because they kind of look that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that's who you are now. I mean... Kofi Kingston being Jamaican. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Scott Hall is Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Ramon. It's like, hey yo. It's like, what the fuck is an Italian? Lana B. Russian. Oh god. She can't even keep up her Russian accent. Yeah, that was a bad decision. Oh, CJ. But yeah, they do that shit all the time. I just don't think it's as in your face now. They try to suddenly do it. It's not like. Yeah. But it's not like GX2 and Black. Yeah, and I think it's it, when they do do it, it's a little more lighthearted. To sh- they have to kind of emphasize that just so people don't get their paintings all in a log. So. Yeah, they definitely have to be more careful mm-hmm. in these days. Yeah. But I think what Dev said is a really good point is just that that it's supposed to be kind of exaggerated, over the top. Yeah. It's yeah. excellent. Yeah. That's how it's always gone. Do it, do it, do it big. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> Sorry. It's another, uh, another stigma. The, if you're a wrestling fan, you're just a dumb hillbilly. Like, you're Wait, a you redneck. You're, you're, tra- you're some kind of white trash, no matter what part of the country you're from. Even if you're not white, you're still a white trash. Yeah. White trash. Brown trash. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the next question. So, wrestling is obviously scripted. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. What? But it. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> Don't tell me it's true. But it's still 90% physical. How, do, how would you say notions of the ideal body has changed throughout the years? Oh, in wrestling? Mm-hmm. Oh no, my just in my God. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you just look at pictures from guys back in like the late seventies, early eighties, you just well, you just had yeah. to be not maybe buff, big. Yeah, back then. Big. You, you just, just had, had to be, be like tall and imposing. Yeah, yeah, tall and imposing, or just willing to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess, and like now, the you they've be which. Like, bodybuilder looking yeah like a booby lashley of sorts you know what i'm saying like that ripped like muscles on muscles sort of yeah bodybuilder or powerlifter yeah well with more advanced um you know research into like nutrition and you know health and fitness and stuff the wrestlers now are much much more aware of their body and i think for um for uh shit Word I was trying to think of for uh, the length of their career too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To try to to try to keep themselves healthy. Well, and just to keep from being injured too. I think that there were probably a lot of which you know we didn't have social media and all that stuff for every injury to get reported after every show. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Went but, away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. People faded in and out, yeah. but. Uh, but now I think there's more, and and it is it is really competitive to be in the spotlight. So that's that drive to stay mm-hmm. healthier. So yeah, I think there's a huge difference in um, the the emphasis on physical fitness between not as much drugs and alcohol floating around. Yeah, no, yeah, not all about boozing <clears throat> and schmoozing women and Rick you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you take Ric Flair, then you look at like. Which Daniel he, Bryan him and Undertaker, I'd say, are the only two exceptions to this. But like you were saying, wrestlers are having longer careers. Yeah. Like AJ sure. is still like forty. Most wrestlers don't yeah. wrestle that long. Until unless 40, you're a player, Undertaker. He, he, he just turned forty. A lot of it has to do with them implementing a banned substance policy. Yeah. yeah. And drug testing. Because they're like, yeah, yeah some people are wild. They're not taking yeah. pain pills after the matches and shit unless they like actually prescribed it. Yeah, I mean, steroids. Yeah, you think about the times that people were like high in the ring or drunk in the ring. Mm -hmm. It's just like I forget who was. There was a story about some wrestler, and apparently they were like tripping acid in the ring. I'm like, are you? How could you do that? Like, I could, I can. No, he was like freaking out. I think he started like screaming at the crowd and shit. (laughs) Get out of my room! (laughs) (laughs) What are all you people doing in my room? That'd be very hilarious. I mean. I've actually been to an indie show 
a few years ago where Balls Mahoney <laughs> showed up shit face drunk and he st- like started puking all over the ring in the middle oh. of the match. He just got <laughs> he just took a chair shot and he's like. I probably would do it. I probably oh would puke if I got a tear shot. I'm really fucking drunk. I'd be like, oh, right, I don't know how I'd do that if I took a true tear shot. Just sober, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> people chanting, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's like, you know, the footage of, of course, when he was older and probably should have been in wrestling, wearing wrestling tights and going anywhere near a ring anyway. But, you know, Jake the Snake, when he was going oh, through yeah. his shit uh, yeah. and just showing up completely fucked up mm-hmm. and going out in the ring and just, I mean... No selling, Shitting. talking and shit to the refs, and yelling at the crowd. And just, like, what, oh, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I think another, definitely kind of touched on this at the beginning, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, a guy like AJ Styles, a guy like Tim Ballard, a guy like Seth Rollins wouldn't get a guy. Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. you're not oh. getting a push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're going to stay mid to low card, and that's going to be your life. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of as wrestling has evolved, because mm-hmm. back in the day it was a little bit more, not quite showmanship, like they were athletic, but it was a bit more about the pageantry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit more about the character, like that's how you got noticed. It's not that you don't do that today necessarily, but it's a little bit more wrestling focused and, you know, with all these indie promotions becoming bigger, it's more about the technical wrestling, the fluidity yes. of how you wrestle. Mm-hmm. The chemistry you have with the person, it's so much more than just your character. You can get over with having a shitty character because of that. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. So with that, you get a lot of the smaller guys. It's a little bit more high-octane. It's a little bit more of the high-flyers. Yeah. Like, 205 Live, even though the ratings are shit, like, those guys would have never gotten their own TV show. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. Just- so... You can be small now and make it. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, back then it was still kind of fresh, especially to a global audience. Like, you're switching through the channels and you see Andre the Giant on Piper's Pit standing next to Roddy Piper. Dude's fucking massive. You just want to watch. You're like, holy shit, that guy is big. Because, yeah, he yeah. literally was... Yeah. Like, Who is this guy, man? That's a Dozens of giants <laughs> that have come and gone. True. I, I feel like True. it's almost bad to get labeled as the giant now. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just Unless that you're big brown, guy. but apparently you maybe have real heat. But like besides that, like Monster. if you're a giant up until the big show, you were settled with a pretty set gimmick and pretty set storylines of how shit was going to go down. Yeah. 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 Hey, you're going to choke slam people the big guy. Somehow. I just yeah, feel like that's, that's what they say all the time. Hey, it's a big guy. <laughs> but it, and they still do that a little bit now. I mean, with like, I mean, even with the women, like Naya, you see how hey, it's a big girl. What a what a <laughs> what a short range of that's not a options there. They, you know, situations that they give her or put her in. But also, I think that kind of goes back to the limited moveset, limited physical entering capabilities because of their size. Yeah, and I feel like her moveset is a little bit more like the older, bigger guys, though. Right. I can look at Hulk Hogan, Macho yeah. Man, Ultimate Warrior. They didn't really have a whole lot of moves. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you had... Oh, and Macho Man changed it up. He, well, I mean, yeah, they could change yeah. it up, but, like, yeah. Hulk Hogan, big, big leg drop. Oh, yeah. Big, big leg drop, big, big leg drop. It's like, yeah. Atomic drop. Mm-hmm. I feel like Andre just kind of threw people around, and then, like... Yeah, yeah. he didn't really... Especially the older he got, because he got Whoa. dilapidated. Mm. Yeah. Who did that here? God rest his soul. The documentary on him soon. Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, so, yeah, it's definitely changed. I still think that you have the whole thing about... And this is just strictly WWE, but, like, Vince is going to push who Vince wants. I just, oh, yeah. yeah. And he still likes his big guys. I mean, everyone knows. Vince, Vince loves the big, big sweaty men. Big hairy sweaty men. That's his But uh, I think he's not as apprehensive as he once was about smaller people. Pushing with smaller guys. I don't like Because sure. they can perform. Mm-hmm. And he sees that more with little guys like Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Put on and a Finn good Ballard. show. Yeah, put on yeah, a good you show. You don't have to be over six feet tall to deliver in the ring. I mean, and putting two of them together. Well, you just have more complex and Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan, like, AJ Styles. Attract attention more because you can only 
put big guys in rings so often and be like, look at the big guy for your, like, mm. I don't know if I say yeah, it's completely ages. Now it's AJ's only been with the company, what, two years, three years? It'll be three years in January. I think he debuted in 2016. Okay. Like, two years. Three. So, yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think. Um, so, I mean, obviously, there have been smaller guys that have come before him. Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Right. Right. Rey Mysterio. But I feel like you're recently, like, the fact that they've let him, a man of his stature, even though he's arguably the best wrestler in the world. Yes. At 5'10". He's held the belt. Like, he just broke Paul Cohen's record, I think. Oh, yeah, he's had it over a year. Yeah. 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 But he he takes care of himself and puts in the work. Oh, yeah. And he shows up and guaranteed every match that he's had. I want to rematch. And I think Vince is starting to be like, all right. Yes. Work horse, you say. Okay. I like the little one. Uh. But yes, it's certainly changed, and to be honest, I like the direction it's going in. I think they're getting a little bit more diverse, mm-hmm. just with their rosters in general. But Oh, yeah. I think now you get a variety of people that get pushed, kind of. Like, maybe not in the big picture, but just in general. Yeah. It's good mix, big and small. Big and small. Wiggy, wiggy. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Speaking of Matthew Conway, apparently on his birthday he handed out like 500 free turkeys and he was like, walking out of two little stores and knocking them off. Apparently he ate the placenta of his kid too. Yeah. What? Yes. What is the placenta eating motherfuckers? That's what I'm saying. But someone made a meme about the turkey thing and they were like, he knocked on the door and he's like, you got a turkey Thanksgiving? They're like, no, I don't. He's like, it'd be cooler if you did it. And then he did he back and say, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, I can die now. Yeah. <laughs> be like, well, I'm going to go We're not do anything for the rest of my life. Cause Overdose. I, <laughs> and we're striking yeah. out, guys. Oh, my God. You're going to just give me a This is it. This is it. This is how I die. That gypsy told me that he would cut it. Just like the gypsy woman said. Uh, <laughs> yes. Do you think wrestling can be mainstream again? What do you think is stopping it from being as popular as it once was? Uh, yes. I think it can. I think they're trying. Because, like the, we had talked about recently, where they're putting all these young people now as these, like, voices, you know, and just, and I don't know how I feel about it, but they're supposed to be, like, the managers are supposed to be out there, the faces, the, the mouths, the mouthpieces doing their thing, and they're all young now. They're trying to get all the young ones, mm-hmm. young, hip happening, you know, all that fun stuff. <laughs> Getting some reps. Throw them into a fire. Yeah. I, I think it can be mainstream again. I think it would take a while longer, though. A good while longer, like several years longer, before it's really mainstream again, like it like it was back in the late nineties, early two thousands. That's like the reality shows they're putting out. Yeah, coincide with it too. Like I think that's yeah. a big part of what they're doing, like Total Divas and uh, mm-hmm. Ms. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Total Bellas. Total, total Bellas. That's the other Total Divas. Used. Total Bellas. Total Toto Bellas. Toto. Toto. Total Los Bellas. <laughs> All the Bellas. Um, You've got like up, up, down, down to yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and I think well, and it's like they're reaching out to okay, we're we're hitting like the the females with the total divas and total bells, trying to rope them into mm-hmm. the, the real life storylines of these people who play these these characters on our awesome show. You can see them, you know, every week on this other series playing different characters. Yeah, and um, that and then reaching out to the more you know, gamer base community um, to kind of add that to the fan base too. And of course, and I think they were really trying, especially Bailey, um, when she came up really pushing her there for a little while, trying to get more, see more family friendly, get more kids, families with young kids to start yeah. coming to the shows. Really just with whoever they're, 
they can try to get to buy tickets to their shows and real life events and stuff. Um, but I think one of the things holding it back are, I mean, once you, once there are stigmas, like we were talking about, um, in your first question, uh, I think those are really hard to shake no matter how progressive they can be and how, you know, with the times and how current and stuff, there's still, it's going to be hard to change the minds of the people who really feel that way about the people who enjoy watching sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, it's definitely a wall that kind of separates it. Like you can only get so far before people are just going to be like, ah, but you know, wrestling is still blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Yeah. Bunch of rednecks and bunch I mean, of crazy white people. people. Yeah, everybody's not ever like it's, it's, it's not the gonna be everyone's thing. Right. Thank you. I'm having a hard time getting that together and out of my mouth. Um, I feel like I don't necessarily have a different stance on it, but I, to be honest, feel like wrestling's as big as it ever has been. I think WWE is not as big as it's ever has been. You uh, have so many huge followers of New Japan and Ring of Honor mm-hmm. right now, and this is. I don't want to say unheard of, but besides WCW and ECW, you've never really had a wrestling company compete with WWE. With WWE. Mm-hmm. And now you have these two indie promotions that are doing incredible. Uh, they're still doing Madison Square Garden, aren't they? Madison Square Ring of Honor mm-hmm. and yeah. Japan doing a joint show. Yeah. And I mean, oh, no one's shit. allowed to do wrestling there besides WWE. So yeah. And they're fucking... And they'll sell out. Yeah. Like, it'll they have to sell out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we saw what happened with All In. WrestleMania week. And where was that? I mean, it was just that like... That was Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, Madison they, Square Garden. Like, oh, my God. A wrestling event put on by wrestlers. Oh, yeah. 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 A random time of the year. Yeah, just... Hey, we wanted to do our own show. So, I think it's as big as it's ever been. Um, I think the problem with that is, is that they just don't have mainstream TV time. Mm-hmm. I think there's some channel that shows them like a little later tonight. Well, Japan's on Access, and I yeah. think Ring of Honor, they'll show right like, on local channels. Yeah. So, yeah. with them, if they literally could just get a deal with someone, they'd be goddamn unstoppable. Well, I think that, that would be crazy to see what would happen, because mm-hmm. I think you would have a serious. As soon as anyone in WWE, fan wise, figured mm-hmm. that out. Like, yeah. if it was on. Fox, USA, ESPN, one of the bigger channels. WWE might maybe not go under because it's WWE and they're yeah them. They'll figure out some way to stay afloat. Yeah, I think. Sorry, um, I just think that one of the bigger problems is the catering to the casual fans. Yeah, right. You have so much talent in WWE. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are going to these indie promotions that are true wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. You have so much talent there, and you just you can't put a goddamn storyline together. So there's also the creative aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And these indie promotions give the wrestlers a little bit more freedom with their characters and everything like that. But so you're just catering to these casual fans that just happen to pop in every once in a while. You know, maybe they got some tickets to go see a show. Mm-hmm. They don't keep up with it. This, that, or the other. Right. So when you do that, you piss off the people that are paying your goddamn bills. Mm-hmm. The people who are going on the website and buying March regularly. Right. Yep. Yeah, and and pre-ordering tickets to... Flying out to uh, a completely different country. Like oh, that shit. one guy that's yeah. like at every show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wonder if we could have found him at the crowd. And a smiley. Shit. Just in the front row. Like, <laughs> like hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mother of God. How did he get a front row seat? <laughs> he's he's like alive? in with the Saudi royal family. <laughs> he's just sitting in between them. I always sit here. I don't care where we are. And then I think another problem specifically with the WWE besides that. So you're pissing your true fans off. And I mean, mm-hmm. a casual fan's going to go to a, a taping. A uh, pay-per-view. The cat, a real fan's gonna go to your house show. Yeah. Right. And that's where you really, honestly, make your money with your shows. I mean, I know the other ones probably takes a little bit more expensive, but like yeah. Your but then house shows are what's like keeping the lights on, even though you go from building to building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you get to what I'm saying. But I feel like another reason is that WWE itself is not evolving with 
times. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. It, it is, but it isn't. And I think, I think the times we're in help because of social media and all that stuff and, be, and the WWE Helps Network your word up being able easily. to reach yeah. out so much further than they've been able to before. But I also think maybe economic times are hurting the company because you know not as many people are buying tickets to the show and they may sit there and watch Raw and SmackDown. Pay-per-view buys are probably down. Yeah, pay-per-view buys being down. Uh, I mean, it, watching, you know, ordering the pay-per-view or going to shows, like actually going to the shows, actual, you know, in, in-house attendance numbers, I think, have, have taken... Mm-hmm. Okay, we know they've taken a huge hit. I love because pictures were half the season. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, it's like an evolution. Like how dark was how dark so was that past about the? All of you were saying they tried room. to do it like an NXT show, mm-hmm. but I secretly think it's because there was not a lot of. Although you know, I was texting you guys about that, but then there was a shot where they showed like a, the bulk of the stadium, and it looked pretty full. I mean, who did it? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean it looked like it did pretty well, but uh, but yeah, I think you know the lack of money, the lack of revenue, is because of uh, you know the social status of a lot of the fans not being able to, or economic status of most of the fans not being able to afford to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the really hardcore ones make it work. They make it happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're pawning or you know, whatever, <laughs> but they're making it out there somehow. But, uh, like, as far as evolving what I was talking about, like, it's like Vince still is stuck in the 80s, the 90s. Like, he's going to do what he wants to do because he knows everything. And maybe, I mean, this is just yeah. my opinion, but I love him. I love Vince. But, uh... You know, wrestling's more than just a big guy slamming another big guy and having a match. Mm-hmm. Like it's it should be more than that. It's a story. It's storytelling. Right. I feel like they've lost that aspect of it. I don't like know. they have. Yeah. Sometimes here and there you will find like a good story that's Best told Charlotte. well. Mm-hmm. Other most of the time though, it's thrown together. It seems yeah. so that's thrown together. Ha- yes. It's just like, or or they don't even try at all. It's either There's they like, just throw people together and they have like yeah. a string of matches that don't mean anything, kind of mm-hmm. like they were doing with like Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley. Right. That means nothing. You explain nothing, but no you continue yeah. to have them wrestle each other. So it's like, why not even start something? Now, nope, we're just gonna keep doing that. Keep doing this. Uh, I don't know. And the other thing that I think they actually talked about not that long ago was the fact that nowadays when you have a feud with someone. You literally fight that person for, like, four weeks until a pay-per-view. Whereas back in the day, like... There was more so about, wait. like... They they would, you would up. fight it's someone else and yeah. have a run-out, or you'd have yeah. a match, and the other guy's on commentary, which they still do sometimes. Yeah. Like, most of their feuds now, it's like, we're gonna fight each other. Tag match, let's add another person in here, but we're still gonna fight. So like, by the time it actually yeah. comes to the big fight, you're like, I've seen this a million times before, exactly. so yeah. I don't particularly give that much of a shit. Unless it is just that good. I mean, some of them you're like, I might want to see this, but... So in that instance, it's almost like they've taken a step backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they don't have those good, like, feuds that have build, built up and are slow-burning feuds where you there's a little, they give you a little bit and a little bit more, and it's just... Now it's like, oh, we have a pay-per-view three weeks out. Well, we're going to have this match between these two guys. Let's hurry up and do something because we only have three weeks of TV leading up to it. Yeah. And they just, like you said, they just throw some shit together. Like Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. They literally didn't fight until that pay-per-view for New Japan. They just, mm-hmm. at what, Chris attacked him at the uh, press conference thingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he ran out on him one time or something like that. Like, Yes, Came that's in the crowd. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. How the you should do it. And then you're yeah. like, yes, I want to see these guys fight because I haven't goddamn seen these guys fight. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. like it would be really good. Yeah, but yes. So, what's your thoughts? NXT gets that right too. So you know you can do it. So you're doing it within your fucking company. Exactly. It's doing an NXT that maybe has good ideas. Trips, man. 
Drip gets it. The he does. Yeah, for sure. He does. Vince McMahon steps away and does. I think he'll die. Like, he's not stepping away. He's yeah, he lives maybe to be with the XFL. If he lives to be 100, I think he's going to be at the shows with the, he will the be, headset on making calls. He will be chairman wow. of the board. They're, they're just going to give him a headset. I think like eventually they're going to give him a headset, but turn it off. <laughs> so he acts like he's making the call, but Trish is like, "You're doing really good, Vince. Don't do anything. Just, just he gets, ignore him." I don't yeah. ever wish this funny. He gets like a touch of dementia or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, yes!" <laughs> like he thinks he's doing it. They're like, "Yes!" So well, what's this time? Sorry, uh, he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he made a deal with the devil. Like, uh, he might be the devil. We don't know yet. I mean, yeah. they have the greatest wrestler. Only the, only the, only the devil Shane would have a strut like that. Anti- <laughs> Shane McMahon is the Antichrist and the greatest wrestler on the planet <laughs> in the world. There's no hope. <laughs> oh, God. He also, he also plays a mean fiddle. <laughs> he just comes out of the devil. Devil and Uh, uh. uh Alright, so we are at our last question. It's a little bit different. Something a little bit more fun. Say you have to start your own brand, be it Raw mm-hmm. or SmackDown or something completely different. Pick one men or one men's and one women's performer that you would like to be the proverbial faces of that show. Mm-hmm. Just within and WWE. Just go around. It can be anyone in the world. Anyone in oh, the world. Oh god. They're gonna be the faces. Right. It's too much. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. Hmm. Face about women's division would be Tony Storm. Because she's young, so she can make like a long career out of it. Mm-hmm. So she could be there in the beginning, and then she can be my nostalgia act later on. But she's got a lot of curb appeal. She's like spunky, and she's. Her, the, the character itself is almost timeless. You know, that kind of like. I don't know. Rock and roll American yeah. babe mm-hmm. kind of yeah. Tough girl. I don't know. Would you like to Yeah. See, I think I would go Charlotte Flair. I agree. It's popping in my mind because I feel like she almost what you were saying about Tony, but in a different way. I feel like you could she's kinda has she's got that she's universally yeah, like but yeah. she's super athletic. She's strong looking too. She's not kind of not that I'm saying she's not that there's any girls that look Frail, that's not the right word, I guess. You know, more than have mm-hmm. that kind of like, eh, you know, kind of more sexy, lean sort of thing. I feel like Charlotte is still. She has an athletic She body. definitely has like an athletic body, and mm-hmm. you can play her either way, too. Like, I feel like her character lends itself to being a face or a heel easily. Right. Depending on the situation. Not that it completely defines her, but she's also a flair. That's true. true, but even if true. you took that as aspect had, out of it, mm-hmm. with her whole, you know, yeah. and that does help. And but you, the fact yeah, that she's the power of the wrestling team. royalty just bodes well for being, like, the head of the shit, isn't it? Huh. I'm stuck between Becky Lynch <laughs> and Mercedes Martinez. Oh, God. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love them both. Becky here recently to me has proven that she can carry a division. You just gotta give her something to work with. My knee-jerk reaction for female was Becky Lynch. See, I yeah. thought it was actually between her and because I like what she's doing, but I still... Yeah, I was... Uh, Becky and Tony, and then... I was like, I, was, I don't know. Men... For some reason, Seth, Seth Rollins was my, my knee-jerk men's reaction and then I kind of Same thought way. about you know I kind of thought about AJ but then I thought, also thought about AJ's age Right. I bet I considered Samoa Joe considered Cody Rhodes oh that was a good I, that was my second choice actually yeah I do get Cody I have not picked a man I'm getting brownie he's killing him I'm gonna pick Undertaker <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be uh-huh. that's my I think well, I <laughs> I'm picking Shane. <laughs> he is the best in the world. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> and it can't be of all time. If it was of all time, I'd pick Eddie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. 
Jericho. You know, I'm actually gonna take. Why not? I'm gonna take Champa. Oh my god, look at that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's done. Re- nope, nope, I take it back. I take Alex Black. Fucking bitch. Okay. I love him. He's so good. He just. Mm, he just. oozes talent. Oozes like a best friend. He just. But I also, uh, he's one of those guys that's kind of like a tweener. It's not really a face, not really a heel. He's just mm-hmm. like, I'm here to fuck you up. Yeah. That's so somebody who's that. always going to be true. Yeah, like, and that's why he's always like going to be a, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Because he's never truly going to be a face or a heel, and I'm going to have like a heel turn so that fucker would kick you in the face. Yeah. Anyways, like. See, that's how I feel about Seth Rollins, though. He could be a face or he could be a heel. But as a face, man, he fucking kills it. Yeah. Well, I feel like he has the ability oh, to is. turn, though. Alistair doesn't really have that. He just is who he is. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the Braun Strowman. Yeah. He's, like, just, he's just who just, he is. I, I mean, that, yeah, I kind of... That's when you're a big, angry monster, you're a big, angry monster all the time. It's just how how much people want to love it or hate it. Yeah. Okay. And with Mercedes Martinez, why... I'm just going to... I love Becky. And to be honest, I should choose Becky. But I'm just going to say Mercedes Martinez... She has an incredible ability to be a heel, and I feel like that's one issue with women's wrestling, mm-hmm. is that sometimes there's not... Well, it's not even that there's not just, heels. Like, Alexa Bliss, in my mind, is a good heel, but it's the same heel that almost every woman heel has ever been. Right. A little bitchy, sassy. A little bitchy, right. Tiny, they, little, and it. she's good at it, and she should keep doing it, mm-hmm. but... Mercedes Martinez actually is, like, almost the same reason why I like Shayna Baszler, just Mercedes is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's actually fucking intimidating. Like if I yeah. got into a bar brawl with her, I think I'd probably die. <laughs> like, yeah, I would just choose not to do it. No, thank you. No, thank you. I will pass on this brawl. Thank you. I kindly bow to you, madam. I appreciate your interest in brawling with me. However, I just politely decline. I mean, can you good day, ma'am? And then you back out of the room. Can we continue this duel with another chat? <laughs> 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 I'm going to do a purple on the track. I think I'm going to settle on Tony Storm and Seth Rollins. I got Mercedes and Alistair. Uh, I'd watch your pro- I'd watch your uh, your show. Oh, fuck. I've got a book Survivor Series. Oh, is that the thing? Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do have to do that. I already ate some brownies, so y'all mm-hmm. go for it. Did you settle on that? Oh, you said Jericho, didn't you? Why not, y'all? So you did Jericho and Charlotte. Yeah. We have like, such interesting rosters going on. Also, longevity. That's what I was trying to I couldn't yeah. think of it. I was, well, trying to I think was actually somebody. thinking about this because I think like their characters would blend kind of well together in a weird way. Velveteen Dream. <gasps> that is an mm. that's a fantastic choice. He's barely in his 20s, too. Honestly, oh, I think I might go with him because I think him and Charlotte would do really well again. And like a weird like Yeah. Like ruling the roster. I like it. Mm-hmm. They don't really ever do that anymore, I feel like. No. Where the women's belt, the men's belt, I mean they don't even have to be dating, but like Yeah. Associated. Yeah. Well, what happened like I was I was hoping we would get something after money in the bank with like Rusev and Lana having title yeah. shots and both of them getting the belts eventually and being Almost taking over as the it couple because the they were champions. Now, if I had to pick, I would agree with Charlotte Flair. And I was at a crossroads between Seth Rollins and Adam Cole. Ooh, oh, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole baby. That, that face. That face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the face that everybody's mother could love. <laughs> and everybody. He's damn. He is. Yeah. He is precious. You can't. You can look at that face. And you can't not like him. I feel it's like the he Jesus looks, aesthetic. I feel like he looks so like. Many, yeah. Yeah. So many others do. Hey, I, I, I just CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> that killed her. I feel like he looks like a cartoon mouse. Adam Cole. Yeah. Oh. oh. Like his hands, like, little mouse ears. Oh, I was <laughs> thinking like a little field mouse. <laughs> I was like thinking like a mouse. Oh, <laughs> Destiny kind of look like Fife. Oh. 
Bible no. call. No, he does not. Joe. Sure. Yes. <laughs> oh. Like, bit Jessica's. <laughs> gosh. Oh, gosh. Alright, so that about wraps up that internet. Thank yeah, you very much. Comments, questions, concerns? No, no. that brownie no. was good, and so is that I like the question. I am sleepy bull right now. Sleepy bull? Yes. So full she's sleeping. <laughs> Well, madam, that sounds like a personal problem. I'm gonna do it <laughs> right here. I'm going. Just be like, ready to peel the I'm floor. going, I'm doing it right hey! <laughs> <laughs> You catch me that squatting in the floor. Two people, we have to worry about two things, peanuts. Alrighty, fanatics. As always, please follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, all at Three Fans in a Pod. Uh, please also do check out our Patreon. We have multiple tier levels, in which you can pay multiple different prices: one, five, and ten. Yes. Sorry, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, You're on it. In which case, you will get different rewards for each tier. Uh, the first. One, you will get a automated thank you message. Yes. The second one, you get a weekly <laughs> shout-out on the podcast and a wrestling gimmick giving to you by us. Yes. And the third one, you get a fancy-dancy wrestling package sent to you in the mail. Oh. When and as I see food. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But as always, be like... Four or five most important places you can find us now. We're growing so quickly. Uh, places <laughs> where you can hear these wonderful, wonderful wrestling ravings, ramblings, whatever you want to call them. Please follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Spotify. Search three fans in a pile. You'll see the gold belt. We will pop up on any of those places. Also, if you're curious about what we're eating tonight, there will probably be pictures posted on our individual Instagrams, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitters? Yes. Mine has Emily's finger on my sandwich. <laughs> it's not a tiny brown penis. And before it's we sign off, <laughs> nice precise reference. For <laughs> <laughs> me, dude, I have a tiny hand. I suppose it's a good old sandwich. Burger King joke. You know the old Burger King commercials where they're like, oh, my God. tiny hands. Oh my God, I forgot about that. The Whopper Jr. commercial. <laughs> this is made for your hands, son. Uh, I'm so sorry. So, we're out, fanatics. Howdy. Flashy, as always. Howdy. Peace out. Don't do anything with three fans. What would you do? Da-dip-doo-dip-da-dip-dee. Bicky-bye-bo. Bicky-bye-bo. Bicky-boo-bye-bee.